Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Xavier Rodriguez with Triumphs, and we are partnering with CDO Magazine, MIT CDO IQ, and the International Society of Chief Data Officers in a series of interviews. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sid Raisoni. He has held roles as Vice President of Analytics at WWE, Head of Analytics at Nestle Waters, and most recently advises several clients on role of data through the lens of digital transformation. Sid plays a key role in enabling data-driven decisions through analytics across the entire value chain of an enterprise. It's so nice to speak with you, Sid, today. It's a pleasure to be here, Savio. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about demand sensing and how it is being used to map and predict customer preferences in the entertainment industry? Sure. So, um, you know, in the spirit of starting with the business problem, uh, let's highlight a few, right? Um, let's say that there's a high rate of uh, lost sales due to product stock out, right? Um, something that we've been experiencing quite a bit over the last uh, two years. Um, the, the, the solution uh, that demand sensing can bring into place is leverage data science to build machine learning ensemble models uh, for forecasting, price optimization, and suggested orders. And this can be done at the SKU and customer level and uh, maximize both the supply, chain, uh, supply side and the demand side, okay? Um, another business problem that's more traditional is um, uh, forecast deviations above industry averages. This happens across several industries. Um, the problems increased during the pandemic because of uh, volatility and uh, several unknowns. Um, demand sensing uh, deploys some of the latest ML uh, demand forecasting um, uh, algorithms, uh, which are closely aligned to business levers. That is, what can the business actually do about this and um, bring transparency to why the forecast is telling us why, uh, what it is telling us. Um, that enables and motivates the business to actually act in a certain way, uh, as opposed to traditional approaches, which don't tend to um, uh, showcase the explainability of AI. Um, so just to um, summarize it, um, you know, specifically for retail, consumer packaged goods companies, or any direct-to-consumer company, um, we can build AI solutions that predict demand at a very granular level and deliver business value by allowing leaders to then react to it much more in advance, as opposed to at a point where the options are limited. Yeah, no, well, well said. I mean, uh, the goal is to react uh, in a timely fashion and making that available for them. So you've been leading analytic strategies uh, throughout your career. Uh, what have you found to be some of the major challenges in implementing such data strategies? Would you say some of the biggest obstacles are related to current technologies, the volume, velocity of data you receive, strategic capabilities, or something entirely different? Yeah, so I, I love this topic because um, uh, of, of data strategy, of analytic strategy, because it allows us to think through first principles of what makes an organization evolve and disrupt its very ways of working, right? The very uh, same ways that have brought about success in the first place. And um, starting with a holistic view is important. That is, in my experience, there are maybe four or five dimensions to it. Um, that is, you have to think about uh, you know, governance in a big way. 
to think about technology, but you do have to think about uh, the operating model of how analytics team is, um, is uh, how the analytics uh, products are being delivered and the context around it. And finally, uh, probably the most important one is uh, culture. Okay, so um, culture simply boils down to, um, um, you know, it consists of systems, decisions, and norms that guide everything from hiring to training to incentives to recognition, right? And um, in order to um, have a holistic, uh, strong strategy, you have to think through all four pillars uh, before um, before making a move, really. And uh, um, if we are to dive into, let's say, uh, some, some details, um, operating model, for example, operating model of the analytics uh, team, um, we have to think about what is the role of IT? We have to think about what role uh, are the business leaders playing uh, and what are they looking for? Uh, how do we orchestrate these different teams to work together and deliver new services that haven't existed before with the goal of changing the way the business is operating today, right? And that, that operating model is not trivial to put together. Um, it requires a lot of co-creation and, and a mindset and a level of patience that uh, most people don't have. So if uh, you are working for a large company, Things will move slowly. However, the change will be much larger if you are successful. Well, as if you're working for a digitally uh, native company and it's smaller, you're able to move much faster um, and um, um, in a much more agile way. However, the impact is going to be smaller. So hope that answers uh, and brings some light uh, to the question. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Sid. It was really a pleasure uh, talking to you today. Thank you, Savio. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.